Good morning and welcome back to Trending. We missed you last week as we had a break for the Thanksgiving holiday. I hope everyone enjoyed their time with their families and loved ones. I could not think of a better way to get back to discussing what's going on in the region and in the city of Coolville than to have City of Coolville Vice Mayor Lauren Wheaton as my guest today. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. That was a pretty nice introduction. Thank Th- you. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you're here. I've been wanting to talk to you uh, for a while now and um, to let you know and, and to remind my listeners since we've been out for a week, my goal on this show is to have on guests that are involved in public service in the Upper Cumberland. Yep, we do that. And, and we, 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 <laughs> we both do that, and we've been all, I've been all across Upper Cumberland. I haven't touched every county or city yet, but um, a lot of those times those guests are someone I actually work with or know very well and develop a friendship with. And I have not had the opportunity to, to develop a friendship with you or work in a relationship really either, unfortunately, I think we met maybe one time through a mutual friend. I'm sure Jennifer something. Wilkerson at Habitat yes. for Humanity. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And I think that's the first time I met you, last time I've seen you. And so I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, um, well, I am too. Yeah, this is our inaugural. Yeah, I want to get to know you uh, for not only for our listener purposes, for people to get to know you, but we can work together going forward mm-hmm. uh, to help Putnam County and, and City of Kugel. Um, of course, Jennifer's great, and yep. she actually said, hey, you need to have her own. Oh, so, thank so you. you. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And I said, absolutely, I do. Um but I think it's always good when members of the commission, county commission, and city council can work together. Oh, maybe, yes. Maybe this is a start of something. I think so. Uh, we always want to discuss how to improve the lives of our citizens, mm-hmm. and that's why we're here. So having said all that, I, I'm glad you're here, and I want to learn more about you. I want our listeners to get to know actually who you are. I know that um, you know, you've been on radio and, and maybe some brief time, but... You know, I don't know if everybody knows actually who. No, yeah, because I'm not from Cookville. Um, and you that know, was yeah, one of the questions uh-huh. I had. Yeah, so. I'm not from here, and you know, I'm st- we moved here in 2013, so technically, I'm still kind of a newbie. Um, so I, I enjoy the opportunity to get people to get to know me because I'm going to be around here for a while. I'm not leaving Cookville anytime Good. soon. Y'all Good. are stuck with me. So yeah, so I'm happy to to get to talk to you. Well, you and I are both were featured in the Herald Citizens Progress Yes, section. congratulations. Well, thank you. Congratulations <laughs> to you. I think I was the last one in, but I'm thankful. Uh, I'm humbled, actually. When they told me, I, I thought they were, you know, joking with me. And, oh, same and, here. I was like, are you sure you don't have, like, anybody? <laughs> exactly. Somebody else out there besides <laughs> I was me. I it, yeah. Uh, and there was a really good article on you, and I read it. Uh, thank you. read it at the time it came out. I read everyone's, because there's a few people in there I didn't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I want to go deeper than that, if that's okay with you. And so... 2013, you moved here. Mm-hmm. So where are yes. you from? Where'd you grow up? I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Uh, grew up there, went to high school, did my undergrad at Ole Miss, uh, got my nursing degree there and worked in Jackson and then um, moved to Nashville Okay. and worked at Vanderbilt, um, got my master's in nursing there at Vanderbilt uh, and then met my husband, Wade Wheaton, who is a Cookville native, right. you know, loves Cookville, born, raised, sure. uh, left for a little while to go to UT and came back and finished at Tech. Um, so we met and got married, and he um, actually moved me to Grimsley, Tennessee first. Yep. Uh, yes, the Jamestown area. He mm-hmm. was working up there, and that was a little bit different going from Nashville to to Grimsley. Slightly different. <laughs> Just, Just a little. slightly different. It was beautiful up there, and it, it was is. actually, uh, we, we got to know a lot about each other in our first year of marriage because sure. we were the kind of the only ones up there, and then um, the opportunity came to move to Cookville, and we jumped on it, and I have loved it. Ever since then, like I said, I'm I'm not leaving. I'm I'm y'all are stuck with me. I have to ask. You got your master's at Vanderbilt, you mm-hmm. said? Yes. He went to U T. Uh huh. How does that work out? So my heart belongs to Ole Miss. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, Undergrad. I believe red and blue. Yes. So uh, yes, 
Thank you. So, yeah, at the beginning of football season, we have to sit down and we have to look at the schedule and say, okay, which games are we going to try to go to for UT and Ole Miss? And I've taken my kids to an Ole Miss game. They've seen it. Uh, But Wade says that's not college football. They need to go to Neyland. So next year, it's in the plans. We will be at Neyland Stadium with the kids. But we are house divided. I will not disagree with your husband. I've not been to. Um, I want to go to Oxford. Yes, I want yeah. To watch it, everyone, if you're a college day. football fan, yes, I, I you do. Gotta go. uh, you know, spend a day on campus. They say it's beautiful. I have friends that went there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, go to the Grove. But the Neyland Stadium's hard to beat. It is, and I, I, I'd never been until uh, Wade and I started dating, and I took him to an Ole Miss game, and you know they boasted oh we've got 60,000 fans here today and then we went to Neyland and it was the Tennessee Alabama game and they're like we have 109,000 fans I was like oh this is okay a little a little bit different so we do it big in Knoxville yes yes y'all do um so Vanderbilt Ole Miss Vanderbilt and and you're you're from Mississippi you come to Cookville um 2013 what did what did you what was your first impressions of Cookville um I love the atmosphere you know I love that they've it's a university town um it's got Tennessee Tech which I think you know is is one of the lifelines of this city um I loved that people were friendly very welcoming uh having you know Wade by my side people knew him and so I got to know a lot more people um I loved just what Cookville was doing you know that was kind of when some of this growth was happening and I saw that and I love that I knew I could raise my kids here um I I saw you know they got great school systems here um great network of things for kids to do get involved with that kind of stuff and I just really realized I was like okay this is where we're gonna you know we're gonna put our roots down here Wade works you know for Farm Bureau here in town great job he loves that um I was traveling at the time I was a nurse practitioner seeing patients in the home so my territory was Nashville to Crossville it was huge um but I I just liked I liked how I felt like I fit in here even though I wasn't from here I felt like I fit in here my wife says the same thing you and her are similar because she's from Lawrence County Tennessee yeah which is down on Alabama border and when we met um you know I, I was I was still working in Nashville, but shortly after circumstances changed where I come back home, I'm from Baxter and mm-hmm. and my job moved me back here. And so we got married and I said, well, you know, I'm here, but I don't care to move to Lawrence County. My job, I can keep my job because of, of a situation going on, but it's up to you. She's like, no, I'll, we'll move. I'll move mm-hmm. to Cooble. First year she was like, this is brand new to me, making friends, you know, it's kind of struggle. But, you know, my family and, and friends took her in and yeah. she loves it mm-hmm. she wouldn't move i couldn't tie her up to a bulldozer and pull her oh. off turkey hall road and back <laughs> she's just not going anywhere no neither um, am i no uh-uh. and so we love it here great community and the reason one of the reasons it's great is because of public service and public yes. service that we have yes. and we'll talk about how uh, much cookville and putnam county has prospered the last few years but i'm interested to know you're a nurse nurse practitioner and, yes and a nurse practitioner and so to me that's public service as well now it, it's not yes. political no, no, but it is. But You're that's just as much of a public people. service as as what you and I do in our roles as commission and and, and council. Um, what made you decide to go to the medical profession? Um, I honestly couldn't find myself doing anything else. I took anatomy and physiology in high school and loved the way the human body worked. I think the way that that God created everything to you know when this does this this does this I thought it was so fascinating and so I just dove right into that and really loved that then I'm a people person 
and I like to help out. It's just, you know, it's in our nature. It's right. just kind of what we do. Um, and so my aunt was a nurse, so I got to hear stories, you know, about what she did. And then I'm an adrenaline junkie. And so <laughs> I, I knew that when I did nursing, I wanted to work in the ER. And I got yeah. my first taste of that as a student nurse, fell in love. And I was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I never, I never had a plan to do anything else. Nice. Yeah. And so got into that, worked in the ER, absolutely loved it. Um, worked at Vanderbilt in the ER, loved it as well. And then I kind of saw an opportunity um, to pursue getting my master's degree. I knew it was something I always wanted to do to become a nurse practitioner. And the opportunity arose, did it, and absolutely loved it. Got to work in orthopedics. Um, and then I did for five years. I saw patients in the home that were uh, medically underserved. Most of them were um, lower income. And so I got to go into these patients' home and develop this relationship that I've got patients that I still, I haven't seen them in six years sure. and I've got patients that I still talk to That's great. and send Christmas cards to and stuff like that. So it's just, I, I like connecting. I like developing that relationship. Relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of the way we work, I guess. That's what makes us go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those relationships. Um, you still have family in, in Mississippi? I do. They live in Oxford now. Okay. So going to, Ole, going to Ole Miss is a little, a little bit easier. Uh, and my brother, he lives in Batesville and he, he's actually the city attorney for Batesville. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's actually nice because I can talk to him and Hey, Hey, how how do you do things down there? Yeah, get some uh you know legal advice from him. I'm glad you brought that up. We we uh, have been to Colorado twice in the last two months. We we hadn't been until then, and went to visit for a concert at Red Rocks oh. the Theater. Oh, no, I'm so jealous. Yeah, and then uh. the last uh, three weeks ago, went to watch the Predators play the Avalanche, and they got that was miserable. Anyway, <laughs> beat nine to four. But we went twice in two months. Loved it. So I walked into the visitor center in Golden, mm -hmm. which is where Coors Brewery is, and a lot of things going on. And their structure of I, I, I'm a nerd. All right, I saw. I said, "How does your county government work here?" Yeah. And they're looking at me like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> of course, they, they hear my southern draw, and they know I'm not from Colorado. <laughs> and and uh, this lady, the lady the, over the visitor center, kind of like the chamber, but they they were split. She come out, and we talked for 30 minutes. Really? And they're set up their county government, and I, I like talking about this, and I haven't yet. But their county government is set up. They have three full time commissioners. Okay. And they run the government. Wow. There's there's the only they, I think they have a county mayor, but it's like a figurehead, kind of uh -huh. like a part time. Yeah. These three commissioners have a full time job. They show up to the courthouse every day, which was immaculate. This thing was huge. Um, and they decide what goes on in the county. Really? So instead of having 24 people and getting a majority of 13 oh, in the county man. commission. Yeah, they, they just got three guys. Three people and they two of them all it takes is two votes. Oh my goodness. So I'm glad you brought that up. So you and your brother get to talk about Yeah, city you get to government. learn, yeah, learn about different cities and how they do it cuz uh, I always think it's important to, you know, get someone else's viewpoint. Sure. Say, "Hey, how do y'all do it? How does this sure. work for you?" that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. My guest today is Lauren Wheaton. She is the vice mayor of the city of Cooble. She just finished her first year as that. And we'll talk about what's going on with the city, her first year in office, the budget, uh, things to come in Cooble, and we'll get to know her a little bit more and talk about our family next. When we come back, welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers. My guest today is Vice Mayor for the City of Cougal, Lauren Wheaton. Uh, we've been talking about your past, you growing up, Mississippi, what you do now, and you're a nurse practitioner, which I think is wonderful. Thank That's you. off to you. There's no way I could do it. Uh, I think I may have said this before. I majored in pre dentistry at Tech before I changed. Did you? Went and washed the root canal and <laughs> I passed out. <laughs> 
Okay, then yes. When I when I got up off the floor from almost passing out, I went straight to the chemistry department at Tennessee Tech, met with my advisor, and changed my major. I think that was uh, a good idea, I, I went, probably. I went to business. So a little bit of root canal is like, no. Now, see, I couldn't do business. Oh, no, yeah, I do not want to yeah. do that. Don't want to touch it. So. Got into the accounting world, and it was a, it was tough in school, but it's it helped me out. So I, I, I love what I do. But um, let's talk about your family here, your husband. How many kids do you have? We've got two kids. Uh, my daughter, Kennedy, just turned six last week, and my son, Palmer, is four. Um, Kennedy goes to Capshaw. She started kindergarten this year, so that was really fun and and heartbreaking at the same time. Right. Um, but you know, I, again, I'm not I'm not from here, so I wasn't familiar with the school systems. And already, I mean, you know, Capshaw, well, all all the schools here are right. unbelievable. Um, but just getting to see her enter into that realm, and you know, myself, um, I went to a private school in Mississippi and knew. You know, love public schools. Sure. We just didn't have really a, a very good option, unfortunately, in Mississippi, right. which is another reason I loved Cookville is because the school systems here are absolutely amazing. Um, and so getting to see that, I actually help out at Capshaw some. So I get to kind of know who's who's working up there. And I really enjoy that, getting to know the kids and things yeah. like that. Um, and then my son, Palmer, he is at daycare. And um, Jacob's Ladder, absolutely love it. Both of my kids have gone there, so we yeah. are we are right in the middle of everything right now. I have to ask, we're Amy and our dog people. We have we have now have three. We just added one. Yes, have congratulations. Yes, you. we do. Yes. So when we lived in Grimsley, uh, the word got out that I loved animals, and so by the time we left, we had six dogs roaming around because <laughs> people would drop their dogs off because they knew I'd feed them yeah. and I'd take them in. We yeah. had we had Willie Nelson, we had Julio and Consuelo, we had. <laughs> Rook, I mean, we had all we had all these dogs. We actually found out one of the dogs was someone else's dog. Oh wow! Yeah, came in our house and slept, and then would go to go to their other house. And so yes, that's but now, interesting. Th- yeah, that that actually happened. But now we have one dog, Colonel. My husband did let me uh, name him Colonel after our you know sure. old mascot. We got him from the pound. He is a you know sixty seventy pound uh, Doberman Lab mix, yeah. and all he wants to do is lay on the couch with sure. you. Yeah, yeah. So we love we love animals. My kids. They try to ride him and, you know, play with him, and he just gets right in there with them. Good. Yes. I think pets are wonderful. Oh, yeah, definitely. I actually, uh, I tell people that my dogs probably treat me better than anybody else. Oh, my <laughs> They're mad at me, and they love me every time they see me. So. Wade says I treat the dog better than him sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes that happens, <laughs> So I, I want to know about your public service. And as I said, I think being a nurse practitioner and doing what you do is, is the epitome of public service. Uh, on the on the side you and I are familiar with, with uh, you're on the council, I'm on the commission. I, I have to know you just finished your first year. Yeah. What made you decide to run for city council? Oh, I, it was such a. I mean, I, I say it definitely was a God thing, and then it was such a just. It was really random. We uh, so the funny backstory is. New Year's Day, we were at a friend's house and we played a little game that was write down what you wish. You know what your new year's resolution is going to be and what you wish your spouse's new year's resolution was. And so of course mine was, you know, for Wade to pick up the dental floss. Uh, That was my resolution for him. His resolution was for me to make less friends. Kid you not. That was his resolution. At a friend's party? At a friend's party. Yes. Okay. So my resolution, he wants me to make less friends. 20 days later, I look at him and I'm like, Hey, I think, I think I want to run for city council. (laughs) And he looked at me and I thought he was going to laugh. And he said, I think you should do it. He said, definitely. Let's, let's do it. And I went, okay, you just told me to make less friends. He was like, 
this is an opportunity. You know, I think you should jump on Sometimes it. getting in the public service makes less friends. Actually, sometimes you make a lot does. of people mad sometimes. Very but. true. But I really, I saw this opportunity. Um, one, because, again, I knew I was going to be in Cookville. I was staying here. And I saw this as a way to uh, get involved. I felt like I had an obligation. If this was going to be my city, I needed to, to step up and to step into those leadership roles to make sure that Cookville was heading in the direction that it already was and to continue that path of success. Um, another big thing is I, I'm a firm believer of, you know, I don't who will. Um, and if, if we don't step up in, into those positions and make those tough decisions, you can't complain. You can't right. turn around and say, well, why is not this this way? Well, what did you do to help? Um, and then I also saw that I could offer a perspective that wasn't currently on the council. You know, uh, nurse practitioner, sure. mom, female, outsider, kind sure. of. I, I thought those were all important things that needed to be brought to the council. And then I just started talking to people and saying, hey, what do you think about this? Is this something I should do? And doors just kept opening up. And I, and I prayed and said, you know, God, if I'm not supposed to do this, just close the door. Just close yeah. the door. And he just flung them open. Mm -hmm. And so next thing you know, you know, we had a campaign team. It was a bunch of moms. Um, I, I make the joke, don't don't get a bunch of moms together because we're going to get something done. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. honey, you give us a goal, like, it's going to happen. Right. So, you know, we'd have all the suburbans and vans pulled up at our house for, for, you know, campaign meetings and stuff like that. But it was really, I mean, it was just a grassroots, uh, you, know, you know, thing. We just said, hey, this is something I, I think I can do. And people said, yeah, let's do it. And so that is how it happened. I decided in January, picked up the papers, what january 25th or something like that yeah. so mm -hmm. you're listening to trending on news talk 94.1 fm and i'm glad to have vice mayor lauren wheaton with me so i actually was told by a mutual friend and you can confirm or deny this you actually went to each department head in the city <laughs> before you ran because you you wanted to know what they did yes like that's and I'm not being, try not be mean, but I've been in, in public service for 14 years with CTAS and, and, and helping counties throughout the Cup of Cumberland. And you just don't see commissioners, councils, or officials have that much concern about what actually people do. And so you took a, a, upon yourself to go visit with city department heads. I, I did. Uh, I Good kinda, for you. That, well, thank you. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, I was new to Cookville. I was new to the political world. Um, but it's very much, I guess, my medical background. I'm not going to walk into the emergency room and not know how to treat a trauma patient. Sure. I'm going to make sure I study and I know my information. If I'm going to be on city council, I need to know how this works. I need to know what goes on. I need to know how everything, inter, you know, interfaces and things like that. And I wanted to meet the people who ran the city and say, hey, what are your concerns? Are there things that you want to see changed? If I'm going to step into this position, I need to know how to either make it better or continue what's going on. So I did. I went and met with every one of them. I'm sure they were like, who is this crazy girl coming up? I think, I can't remember who it was, but one guy was like, well, you know, what, what do you want to know? I was like, right. I, don't know, I just want to chat and see how everything works. So I think that was a huge benefit for me. Because I Absolutely. really got, to, and I got to see how amazing the city already works. Sure. You know, I kind of joke about the city council. They could, the city could almost run itself without us. You know, right. the city department heads all want what's best for Cookville. They don't want what's best for their department. Right. They want what's best for Cookville. So I really got to see how great our city government worked. And I said, well, yeah, I want to be a part of that. 
So yes, I did. So the the campaigning process, you, a team of moms. Yeah, team of moms. Mm-hmm. What was the actual uh, campaigning like for you when you went out there and talked to people? Was it something that you just loved? You're, you said you're adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Something you loved, or was it, did it get exhausting? How was that for you? No, I loved it. I don't sit still very well. I, I'm constantly doing stuff. My husband says I can't say no, um, and that's probably true most of the time. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed getting to meet people for one, learn about you know what they thought about the city, what their relationship was with the city and again that nursing background i tend to gravitate towards helping people right. so if there was something that i could help with i said hey let me take a look at that if I, that's something i can help with when i get on the council i will um no i i loved campaigning i loved meeting people getting out to events um you know having people come talk to me and say well this is what i'm looking for um so no campaigning it, it was exhausting i will say my husband I could not have done it without him. Right. I, I always give him as much credit as I can Good. because there were days that I was like, hey, I'm going to be gone from, you know, three to seven and sure. I need you to take the kids. And sure. he did. So he played a little less golf during campaign <laughs> season, but uh, I think he's made up for it. Yeah, it's uh, my golf game has suffered as well. Well, I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, and I can't imagine going countywide. I mean, that, whew, that's well, a whole it's, bigger uh, ball game. You, you forget sometimes you forget to be at certain community centers or functions you can't make it to all of them you feel bad and, and the senior citizens obviously want to come and i try to get there as much as i can in baxter and everywhere else and just can't always make it because of work you know and and I, I don't know how much you know and i've said i, I work with 13 counties i yeah i'm a county government consultant for 13 counties and it's more than a full-time job and this is a big area to cover it is and it's um you know i get i got a call uh of course friday was a holiday for most people and but i got a call friday from a county executive that needed help on you know and i answered the call and i yeah. got a call sunday afternoon to, from a county mayor that needed help so yeah it's just it's real it's real uh busy public services but it's rewarding oh it is it's so people. rewarding yeah I, so your first year and you're now a year plus mm-hmm. in as vice mayor and, we, and we'll talk about how you became vice mayor because we want to bring that up later but yeah what was your first year like um i loved it i fell more in love with the city obviously um getting to learn more about it and how it works and I really enjoyed finding the the avenues that I was going to serve in because, you I mean, as you know, once you get on the city government level or, or any, you know, council level, anything like that, you don't just go to council meetings sure. and you just don't go to county commission meetings. You know, you serve on boards, you get involved with other organizations and things like that. And so I've really found my avenues of where I'm serving with, you know, Healthier Cookville Commission and helping out with some stuff with the hospital. So I've really enjoyed finding my, my you know, my little niche and getting in there and, and digging in. When we come back, I want to talk about the budget process, your first budget. Oh, that was fun. How that was. <laughs> uh, and I don't know how much you knew about our budget at the county this year. That was for our, for our new commissioners. That was a Y'all had a lot a, tougher job. Taxing, Y'all did a good job. Um, not for them. But it's I always want to get feedback on how that was for you when we return. And you're listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. It's 1600 AM. We will be back shortly. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. This has been Rogers. I am visiting a vice mayor of the city of Kuval, Lauren Wheaton. We've had a good time so far. I've yes. learned a lot about you through two segments. We've got two more to go, and I I don't want to ignore uh, your experience with the budget process and, and how that went because uh, it seems like um, this past year, counties and cities across Upper Cumberland and the state yeah. were raising taxes and needing funding. And I actually get several questions from citizens, not only here, but across the region, mm-hmm. and they'll say, why are counties and cities raising taxes and and because the economy's good right yeah, say, Isn't yeah, the economy good? Is. yeah it's going it's great. great it's been going great for several years now and they want to know 
So if the economy is great, then why are cities and counties raising taxes? Well, the answer varies, and and I want your take on that. But what I tell them is operating costs are going up. Mm-hmm. They're not going down. Mm-hmm. Um, some counties and cities have certain needs. Mm-hmm. Those needs change from year to year. Uh, I did a two-night commissioner training in Warren County at the beginning of this week, and, and they raised taxes 28 cents. Mm. Most of that 28 cents was going towards correctional officers. Okay. They recently that, that was added their need. on. Yeah, they added mm-hmm. on to the jail. They needed more COs. The commission funded it. Had to raise taxes to do it. It's yeah, a, it's a continual expense. It happens every year, so you got to have that funding there. Smith County, as most people know, raised their taxes fifty nine cents. That's, yeah. That's simply basically because they funded more services than they had money. They had to play catch up, didn't yes, they? Yes. Yeah. They had to play catch mm-hmm. up. So those are two different examples. City Cookville infrastructure. Yep. So what was that like when, when y'all sit down as a council uh, and you and you looked at the needs of the city and you looked at the cost? What was that like? It was your first year, your first year, and your vice mayor and your first year on the council. What was that like for and you? And seeing these numbers, yeah. Sure. Um, you know, when we started talking about it, what kind of happened was a list was brought to us of 48 road, road improvements. And these were things that had been, you know, TDOT had taken a look at and said, hey, these are some, some areas you need improvement on. Um, and there was 48 of them. Right. And and some of them, you know, we know already. We all have to handle them. You know, uh, West Jackson and Willow, um, you know, Walnut, uh, South, you know, all, all that stuff. We already sure. know our, our headaches. So we started looking at that. And then we started looking at the cost. And let me tell you, you know, road repairs, infrastructure, and we, we even narrowed it down more to roads, sidewalks, kind of bike path, because we really wanted to focus in on what's the number one thing people complain about in Cookville? Traffic. What's going to help that? Right. Road improvements. How are we going to do that? We got to have more money. Right. They're just the money was not there to do these improvements. We know we're growing. We want to be proactive, and we don't want to be playing catch up when our city's, you know, gotten to this point and now every roadway is clogged. We want to make sure that we're being proactive, looking at where the growth is happening, and be prepared for it. So when we took all that into account, we looked at where we were. Taxes hadn't been raised in, I think it was seven years, something like that. Now, this was the biggest raise, um, and this wasn't one that was going to, you know, um, after a certain amount of time go back, we were going to, you know, keep this tax right. um, increase in place. And we talked about it. We all, you know, we all live in Cookville. We we know this is going to impact us. But then we also saw what that we did calculations, saw what the impact was going to be. And at the end of the day, it needed to happen. Uh, that's why we're on the council. We're there to make those tough decisions. We know we're going to make decisions that people aren't going to be happy with. Yep. But we know we're doing it for the city. That's what we're there for. Um, so we did. We decided to make that tax increase. And we, you know, even broke it down even more. Five cents of the tax increase was going to go specifically into a fund that is a pay-as-you-go fund. So when we see a project that needs to be done, we don't have to issue a bond. Sure. We can go straight to that account, get that money, start working on the projects. The other one is stuff, you know, we're going to save up for these big projects. But I mean, when they started showing us the numbers, I mean, you're t- in the millions is what you're talking about for just widening, you know, this little portion of a road. Right. Um, so it's just it was not possible with the funds we had it. And we knew this was a, a high demand. And so we made that decision. Would you is it safe to say that most of the phone calls you get are concerning traffic and streets? Yes. Yes. A lot of those are. Yeah. You know, well, why? Why is this backed up? You know, why? Why is this not getting fixed? And another thing I've learned being in city uh, government Things take time. They do. And especially when you're talking about state roads and that kind of yeah. stuff, um, it just takes time. No one gets in a hurry. No, no one gets in a hurry. And these projects, you know, thank goodness they're not doing them hurriedly because sure. chances are that would mess things up. Right. But it takes time. So then you do this tax increase. You say you're going to do these projects. And then people start going, 
what's going on? You've got to do right away phase. You've got to do, you know, the engineering phase. You've got to do, there's so much stuff. If this is a state road, you got to wait for TDOT to come in. So that's a lot of learning that I have have experienced with this. Um, But I think if people know why you're doing something, they're a lot more comfortable with it. So that's why I like saying, hey, this is why we're doing it, guys. We're trying to fix something that y'all won't fix, but it costs money to do it. Communication and transparency are the two key important uh, factors when when talking to constituents. Mm -hmm. If you communicate and you're transparent, usually they're going to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. They may not completely like that you're spending tax dollars for this, but when you talk to them, that's when you're successful when you don't talk to them yeah and when you hide that information uh and you do things that you don't necessarily advertise or speak about that's when they're frustrated and i'm glad you mentioned the pay as you go fund i I refer to that as a capital projects fund we have one in putnam county um i've helped several my counties in upper Cumberland set one up and it's Mm -hmm. to me it makes sense and smith county just set one up Uh, i helped them i encouraged them hey y'all are having trouble of this 59 cents at least put some of that towards capital projects because you're issuing notes and bonds for yeah. uh, or are you doing loans for $30,000 vehicle or uh, three vehicles or a, a fire truck I mean you can hopefully pay cash for that mm-hmm. that saves those closing costs and that interest, interest. cost so the pay as you go and the capital projects so important in county and city government mm-hmm. um, so uh, the budget process was different for you you got through it Washington's now looking good. Yep, looking good. Um, yes, we drove got... down the other day. Uh huh. Amazing. Uh, let's let's change a little bit towards uh, get away from the budget and talk about the committees and boards that you serve on now as, as uh, on the council and vice mayor. What are some of those committees and boards that you serve on? Well, the first one that I've really uh, enjoyed and gotten involved with is a healthier Cookville committee, which kind of ties in with uh, uh, Putnam County Health Department and Health Commission. Um, clearly, being in healthcare, it's something I'm very interested in. And now having a school-aged child, uh, you know, school um, exercise and, and health, that has become a real big importance to me. One of the programs that I love and I want to see in every school is called Morning Movement. It's this program where the kids who get dropped off early normally just have to sit in the cafeteria and wait. Well, they've got PE teachers that come in and get these kids up and moving for 45 minutes. Yes. I mean, it gets their wiggles out. You know, exercise is shown to uh, clearly help with, you know, any any childhood obesity. It helps with uh, focusing, that kind of stuff. So I I love that program. You know, that's something that I really want to support. Um, I've gotten to help out with um, being on the hospital ethics board, getting involved with the hospital because that unique relationship that is a city owned hospital. I think that's important. I like that. Um, And then I'm also, um, what else am I doing? (laughs) I had to think about it for a second. I think that's, all right now that i'm involved with um i serve on the child advocacy center board that's separately from the from the city council but that's also a big passion of mine so i managed to keep myself pretty busy good Mm -hmm. good well i imagine you do i want i want your opinion on something and i know you've only been in a year plus with the city but you've lived here since 13 and you love cookville and putnam county and we've done really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, it's no secret. We're no. we're striving. My our neighbors and counties always uh, are saying something about we get all the good stuff, and <laughs> it actually it helps them too. And our yes, it does. Yes, surrounding counties. Know, yes, absolutely. This helps you. But what's your what makes what do you think? Why why do we work so well together, city and county? What's your opinion on that? I really think that the no one is selfish in their role. I think that is very important. I think everyone. 
um, they really want what's best for the city. And they realize that sometimes this is going to have to take a back seat for this. Like with the budget process, we learned, hey, there's, you know, this area needs this funding. So we're going to have to cut something over here. And that department's not vindictive or mad about it. They understand what's going on. I think the relationship with the city and county, um, I mean, I'm sure you have seen in multiple instances where they do not get along or even the people on the commission or the council don't get along. I think, um, you know, our city council, the cohesiveness that we have, the, the way we work together. Um, is why our city is so successful. I think the way our government, the for, our former government, our city council, city manager run government, I think that has worked clearly for a, a very long time sure. and um, has also ensured the success that the city has had. But at the end of the day, I think it really is the people who are doing our jobs. We really care about the city. We really want to see what's best for it because we live here and we know right. that if we don't take care of it, you know, it could turn out that we're all having to move. And I, I kind of saw that happen with Jackson, Mississippi. Unfortunately, sure. the city didn't take care of itself and crime went up and people moved out. And I don't want that for Cookville. Right. I don't either. And, and I want to praise not only the council and the commission, but, you know, Mayor Randy Porter and Mayor Ricky Shelton, city manager James Mills. They all communicate really well. And I've yeah, been in those meetings with them where mm-hmm. they, they talk and, and going back to Mike Davidson when he was city manager. Yep. And my hope is, is actually – what I would love to see, and, I, and I'm a biggest part of this as anybody as being chair of the commission, is the county commission, city council communicate better. I would too. Yeah, I'd um, like to do some more. I, yeah, I would like to see maybe a joint meeting every now and then. I actually just would to, love that. No, just communicate yeah, and just, just say, hey, what are y'all doing? Yeah. What are we doing? How yeah. can we help each other out? I'm, I vote I think, for that. I think we should get together and try <laughs> I, to set that up. I think we up. should uh, help. We, I think we can make that happen. Yeah, I think we could. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would love to see that, but we're in a good spot. I don't want to get settled where we're just content where we're at. Correct, yes. Um, you know, my opinion is you're only strong uh, if you're together. Yeah. And then you're just as strong as you can be when you're together. If not, it's gonna something's going to happen. But mm-hmm. um, when we come back next segment, I want to talk a little bit about the structure of the CD Kubel. I've had Mayor Shelton on before. We talked about it some, but I want to talk about it with you as well and talk about your role as vice mayor. Um, when we come back on trending, this is uh, trending on News Talk ninety four point one FM and sixteen hundred AM. It's I'm Ben Rogers, and my guest so far has been Miss Lauren Wheaton. She is the vice mayor of the city of Kubel. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, and I continue to visit with Vice Mayor Lauren Wheaton for the city of Cookville. I wanted to discuss, Lauren, with you um, before we left today, the structure of the city of Cookville. And, and, and as most people know... Um, well, and a lot of people actually don't know. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. A lot of people don't know. There's five council members, mm-hmm. um, and they're all elected. Mm-hmm. They're at elect- large. At large. All elected at large. They don't serve one district, so they're all at large. So the top five vote-getters elected by the people are the council correct uh some people think that the highest vote getter uh by the elected people is automatically the mayor that's not the case no but yeah the council appoints the mayor and vice mayor but historically it has always been the person who gets the most votes and the second most uh votes goes to the vice, vice mayor vice mayor so you got the second most votes so that's congratulations yep, i was that's shocked by deal. that so yeah um but that's that's how it works so it, just because the people vote um, for somebody the most doesn't mean necessarily the council will put them as mayor, but they have historically. There has been some discussion on changing that process, and I you seen it in the paper, and I think y'all discussed it at council meetings. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about that discussion? Uh, well, that you know, one thing is a lot of people don't understand why how our mayor is elected and why we just you know when I ran, in fact, my family was like, well, wait, how 
wait, how does this work? Are you running for mayor? Are you running for council? And I had to explain it to them. So it is, is it is a different way of, of electing our city officials. Um, and yes, typically the person who gets the most votes is voted mayor. So I kind of see that already as the, the people getting to choose who the mayor is because while the city council does, you know, officially say who's going to be mayor, it, it kind of already works out, works itself out that way. Um, I think historically, if you look at the way our city has been running, there have not been any problems. I, I don't know of any. I've talked to, you know, plenty of former mayors, former councilmen, and not one of them has has mentioned this needs to be changed. Now, if something needs to be changed, I'm all for change. I have no problem with change. I think if you don't change, you become stagnant and you become obsolete. Um, at this time, I don't see a need for a change. Um, I think that it is very important that we um, certain things like term limits has been has been brought up that um, making the mayor a separate position and possibly um, previous term limits that have applied to city council where, you know, we can serve uh, two consecutive years, mm-hmm. eight years total. And then you have to two consecutive turns, excuse me. And then you have to sit out and you can run again. Right. Um, that's currently our term limits. I think term limits are important. I know the commission does not actually have them, which I did not know. Uh, state law does not. State allow law does us not. To have those. Yeah, that's I know correct. I did. I, that was yeah. something new I learned. Yep. Um, and I, I think that term limits allow for new people to come in, new ideas. Um, so I, I'm for that. I think getting new blood in there is important. But at this time, I just don't see a need to change it. If, you know, it has been brought up, well, the people want to, um, you know, elect the mayor. They kind of already do now, right. you know, because it is the person who gets the most votes. So if, if that is something that we see there is a need for it, I'm all for it. Let's have that discussion. Let's see what other cities do. Let's talk to them. Um, but right now, I just don't see. I think things are working great. And if it's not broke, don't fix it. I'm curious to how that could work and i'm thinking that's out loud another here. thing too is that you know one of the concerns we have is okay so if you do separate it and you do have a mayor election and a council election well what if you've got five people who run for mayor You're reading my mind exactly. i was about to ask you yeah. what if all five of you want uh-huh. to run for mayor next time yeah. and you cannot so one of you well we wonder you're going to win mm-hmm. well y'all you've been council members and uh done a great job well that eliminates the other four from being on the council now and exactly so, we don't want to we don't want to create a smaller pool you know I, that's why i like the kind of at large right now is that it's the top five get you know vote getters it's the top five people that that you know the the people have voted that won in there so that is a concern if you've got everyone running for mayor well then who's going to run for city council um and then there was kind of a resolution that um councilman miller had brought up about running for council and then you know kind of checking a separate box if you want to be nominated to or not nominated but if you also want to run for mayor and then that way you can be elected mayor if you want to be and then the other vote getters get on council um which you know that is something that we could discuss but again I I don't really see a need. Uh, We did kind of have to come up with that resolution because there had been some talk of changing it. And we wanted to make sure that we were being proactive and making sure that um, things that we don't want to happen are, you know, that that is known. This is something we don't think needs to happen. And to also be proactive and say, okay, well, then let's let's discuss if if this is something that needs to happen. Um, So So let's say um, that that you, you keep the format as it is now. It's at large. But you want to get rid of term limits, all you have to do is change your charter, correct? Correct, okay. yeah. And uh, well, actually, no, no, no. If we do want to change the term limits, that's just a procedural change is what I okay. was told. So okay. that doesn't have to go. go yes, charter? Okay. exactly. Yeah, that does it. Now, if we wanted to change to a mayor run city government and, you know, do away with city manager, which I do not think we need to do at all, that would have to be a charter change and that would have to take some more steps. Um, you know, we just want to make sure that or what I understood was that this change of changing the mayor to a separate position um, could essentially be bypassed by mm-hmm. the city council. It could it could go around us and not go through us. And if that's something that 
I didn't agree on, I wanted to make sure that that didn't happen. Sure. Um, so that's kind of why, you know, we, we started being proactive and vocal about it because, you know, I, uh, Mark and Eric um, and Chuck have all kind of, I think we've all kind of let it be known that we don't think it needs to change. And right. so that's why we started to kind of have voice our opinions because it could, it could have gone, it could still go around us and not go through the council as a vote. That, that kind of blows it, me away. It does. It, it blew um, me away too. We can make, we can take a stance on it. You know, we can kind of say, Hey, this, we, this is something that we don't want to happen. But if we didn't and it did go to the state and our representatives agreed with it and didn't know that there was any opposition, they could have changed it. Wow. Yeah. And, and as I think most people know, listen, I'm an, well, I shouldn't say I'm an expert in anything, but I work with county government. I yeah. don't always work with city government. So I don't know everything that happens with cities. I don't know everybody's charter. So I've learned something today. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and that's what, when we learned that, like I said, we want to do what's best for the city. Sure. That, that's what our end goal is. And if there's something we don't think is best for the city, that is my job to step up and say, Hey guys, uh, let's have a discussion about this and see what really is, is, you know, wanting to happen here. But at the end of the day, if I don't agree with it, I'm, I'm going to say I don't. Now, if, um, the county commission decided they wanted term limits. We'd have to go through a charter form of government, uh-huh. which is a big process. But under the the law we're now, the general law we're under now, we cannot term limit. Um, I don't necessarily believe in running for twenty eight years personally, but um, I. You but know. also like expertise, you know, I like that there's people in there who know what they're doing. I yeah. can learn from that. Yeah. You know that, that kind of there's stuff. There's good to it as well. Yeah. Um. So let's. We, thank you for that. Well, Being no, transparent and, yeah. and your feelings because I did not know how you felt. So thank you for that. Um, let's get to some good and one little bad thing that we just learned a few days ago. Putnam County and Cooble's doing great, mm-hmm. but we did have a fire. The Wilson yes, uh, yes, a I fire know. early Tuesday morning, I uh-huh. think, and it's a uh, total loss. Is that correct? Yeah, from what I'm understanding, no, I don't think any injuries have been reported. That's good. And, um, you know, we had Crossville, Monterey, um, Cookville, I can't remember who, I think we had, I mean, all the surrounding counties had to come in and help um, because it was such a huge fire. And one of our trucks, we actually had to, on the agenda on Thursday is going to be to vote our tower on our fire truck is actually broken and needs an emergency repair. So we even more reason we will be, you know, have yeah. to vote for that. But we had to have all the surrounding counties come in and help with that. Mutual aid. That, yes. that's, that mutual aid is so good. And you have coordinators that do that and they call these cities and counties like, can you go here and help? Mm-hmm. And, and we have good neighbors, yep. you know, yes, we, we do. would do the same for them. Yes, we so. would. Uh, hats off to our city fire department, county fire department, mm-hmm. those counties. Is there anything good you can share with us coming up um, that you know of? That, I kind of put you on the spot. No, I'm no, tired. that's no, that's um, that's completely anything, fine. Like, you any know, new businesses, any new restaurants, anything like that. You know, anything? Well, I know one of the things that I've been um, involved in is with some Dogwood Park updates again because I've got kids. Yeah, yeah. and we've got a uh, we've got a citizen led committee that is actually we're actually having a meeting sometime this month to discuss some things that we want to do with dogwood park we are redoing the um the the plan that we want to have for things to do so that's some exciting stuff we're still going to get bathrooms over there by the playground i know that's something that the moms ask me about all the time so that's exciting you know business-wise we actually do have some industry opportunities that are coming that are going to be um hopefully if that does happen going to be a great boost to the economy uh jobs that kind of stuff um still in the you know in this phase of working things out so sure. you're not allowed to really talk about right. what it is Absolutely. but there are some really big opportunities ahead that are going to help with like i said jobs Good. and industry um you know we've got the stuff going on um with uh you know the whole shops at eagle point and all that stuff i think there's still shops and you know opportunities still coming in there i'm really excited about that you know to see that grow and then road improvements that's the other big thing you know we're, we're in certain phases of the willow and uh west jackson and south jefferson widening that that kind of stuff and then we're going to be doing some improvements to cedar avenue okay. make that a really um 
an area that right now, you know, people people walk around that area and it's a really vibrant part of town. It is. And we want to make sure that it is it is continuing to be that and attracting attracting that type of, you know, activity. Sure. Yeah. We're wrapping up. We got about a minute and a half. Uh, I do this every now and then because I like to do it. And it's fun. And I actually did not tell you what I was going to ask. So I yeah. thought I would. And, I and you did not. So, uh, this is... so this is on spot. I think yes. it's pretty fun. Five random questions if I get to five. Okay. Um, if you could listen to any artist on the radio right now, who would it be? Ooh. Elton John. Elton John. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like him. He's a good one. Nice. Uh, what is your favorite thing to do outside of work and, and outside of serving as vice mayor? Uh, when I get time, I love to cook. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of time to that. So I like to go out to eat at our local restaurants. Good. And I know what your favorite sports team, well, college-wise, you have any professional teams you cheer for? No, I'm a college I'm a college football girl okay. at heart. I love Ole Miss. Yeah, I bleed red and blue. All right. We had some snow recently, beginning of the week. I actually had a snow day in yep. Putnam County. Snow or no snow? Uh, snow only if I'm skiing. <laughs> I can't go skiing in Cookville, so I don't want any snow. But no you get snow. me out in Colorado, I want some snow. Last question, and we'll wrap up. Hallmark movies or traditional Christmas movies? Traditional all the way. I'm with you. And, mm-hmm. I do, and I'll, I'll tell myself, I'll sit down with Amy and we'll watch a Hallmark movie. And they're, they're neat. And we discussed this the other day. Their storyline kind of repeats itself. It, yeah, know. it does. No, um, yeah. But give traditional me, give me the Christmas movies, ones. we watched Christmas Vacation the other night. Oh, got it. Yeah. Elf and stuff like We've that. We've already watched so, them both. <laughs> thank you so much for being <laughs> thank here. Thank you for having um, me. I'm really excited. We'll really enjoyed this. To talk. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Thank you for your service to the city. Hey, of thank you for yours. And and to me, it branches out further than the city of Cooble. It goes into Putnam County and Upper County. So thank you. Keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. uh thank you for being here you have been listening to trending today on news talk 94.1 fm and 1600 am we will be back next week i'll see you then